1: I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there is severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in, depend on it.
2: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would
0: never listen In the blue. Welcome back to the show, 1108, 8 after 11, Mark Aram here, you there, with you Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's it's not often that I am the least entertaining portion of the show, but uh, Bob Kid's kicking my tail tonight. Bob is is star of the show, I'm giving it out right now. Put it on the board, uh, OT. We're going
1: to revisit that. Bob
0: is star of the show. Um, We are discussing uh, a 911 call I played at the beginning of the show. I'm not going to play it again because it's kind of long. Bottom line was this guy in Boston parks his car at the train station, gets on the train. While he's on the train, realizes he left his one-year-old daughter in his Saturn SUV. Calls 911 from the train. He said, I'm heading back. Heads up. Can you go get my daughter out of the Saturn? Blah, blah, blah. It was an interesting 911 call. Good for the guy to remember. Good that the girl was okay. Everything was fine. It turned out, um, but it was it was one of the more interesting nine one one calls I've ever heard, and I've heard a lot of them. I'm sure we all have. That's kind of like the go to thing in the media now is to get the nine one one call. Uh, so I'm simply asking, have you ever had to call nine one one, and if so, why? And I want to hear some good stories. And I screwed up on that last guy. Do you remember the last caller's name? Uh, no. With the chainsaw to the Camaro.
1: Yeah, no. I, I,
0: oh, Daryl. Daryl. If, yes. Daryl, if you're listening, call back because I, I I forgot. A better talk show host would have asked. What happened when the cops got there? I want to know if this chick oh, is yeah. in jail or not. So, Daryl, I was I was up against the break. I I totally whiffed on that. I need to know what happened with the chick.
1: I had to tell you really quick since since you played that nine one one call. I forgot my buddy and his wife left their daughter in their car mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and called nine like that. They left her in there. The car was running. They got out. and The doors locked. Oh, I got you. Well, they called nine one one. They sent fire and police. They wouldn't open the car because the car was running and they said she wasn't in any danger. Mortal danger. Right. So they wouldn't do anything. They're like, You're gonna have to call a locksmith. They no go if kidding. the car if the car quits We'll come back and bust your window and get her out. They would no, they wouldn't get her out. So she had to wait around for another hour. The air conditioner was on. She was fine. Yeah. She was sleeping. She's only like six months old. So they had old. to wait for a locksmith But to come. they had to wait for a locksmith to come. The police <laughs> showed up and they're about ready to bust the window and get her out. And they were like, hey, cars run there No, we're not gonna do that.
0: Wow. That's so they made her the locksmith. Good to know.
1: That could be just in Montana though.
0: Yeah. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB talk. Michael's in Dawsonville. Mike, you're on the Mark Aram show.
3: Yes, I have the best one ever.
0: All right, let's hear it, buddy.
3: All right, so I got the friend. It's supposed to be a wedding. Um, he's actually getting married. Mm-hmm. His wife's a pharmacist. Okay. Needless to say, I've never seen uh, pop-out Xanax before, so everybody at the wedding has partaken in those.
0: Taking Xanax? Yeah. that? I'm not familiar. What's Xanax, Buford? Uh, yeah, it makes barge. it messed up, I think. Okay. What is it? Is it a...
3: Uh... Um, it's pretty much like a prescription, like if you're... Uh,
0: like for uh, anxiety Xanax. or something?
3: Yeah, okay. kind of like that.
0: All right. So, so the whole anybody, wedding's on Xanax.
3: Right. And I had already wrecked my car, so I'm in the rental car that only had eight miles on it when I pulled up to the wedding. Okay. So we're leaving. I'm taking people home. And this is in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, by the way. Okay. I stop at a light, have a little Petey Pablo playing, so your hands up in the air, mm-hmm. and I get carjacked. What? You trying to yank me out the seat with other people in the car. They bail quick. Okay. But I'm hung in the seatbelt. So,
0: what does that have to well, do with the people on Xanax, though? Or that well, was that was
3: just—it's just like a crazy story. Like you have okay. to take that and
0: starting with the Xanax. So you get carjacked. Right. Does he? Does he take your car?
3: Uh, yeah. And um, I see D running clear across the
0: freaking road. Deer, still the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Bill.
4: Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, listen. I drive a truck, and I, I probably drive one hundred fifty thousand miles a year. Wow. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. This is this was in my car on the way home, and it's one of the top two craziest things I've ever seen. Um, I was on two eighty five about uh, Chattahoochee River up by Marietta, and this guy let um, me starts hitting the median wall, and I exaggerate not he must have hit it seventy five times, just bam, bam, bam. What you know?
0: was he driving? Like yeah. just a regular car?
4: Well, yeah, regular car. He was uh, it was some kind of gold car, same- Saturn
0: Gold Saturn.
4: Well, I was in the gold Saturn. And he <laughs> me. But uh, I, I, I wanted to video it, but I'm just talking to 911 the whole time. I can't video while I'm talking to him. And uh, so he just, I mean, it's just crazy. He just slammed the wall, bam, bam. He busts the tire, He's running on the rim. At one point, I thought he was going to flip. He got pretty fast and sort of aimed at the, the wall. But what was cool about it was I was just surfing on uh, YouTube one night, and put in Crazy Atlanta Driver Median Wall. hmm There's a, uh, somebody two lanes over's videoing this guy and me following him, calling 911.
0: No kidding.
4: Yeah, it's kind
0: of cool. I'm going to look for that on YouTube right now. Crazy Atlanta Driver Median. Uh, Susan Mayretta. Sue, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
2: Hey, Mark, hey. I've got the best one.
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh, Christmas before last... Uh, I had moved into a, sold my home, moved into a, a retirement bill, 55 mm-hmm. and up. So last year, December, I was inside. December 26, 27, I decided I would go get the car and go somewhere. So I go downstairs, and my car is gone. It's gone. My car is
0: gone. Gone. 911.
2: And I said, My car is gone. My car has been stolen. It's been stolen. It's gone. A little Marietta policeman comes over, and he looks like he might be 16 tops, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, my, my car was parked right there. Right there is where it was parked, and it's gone. So we're on top. We're looking out over the balcony of my complex, and this beige car comes. And I said, well, there's my car right there. And he said, ma'am, you said you had a, a beige Honda that's a Malibu. I said, well, it was beige. I don't care what it was. So anyway, I wrote the information. I said, you won't find it. Y'all never find stolen cars. You find it's going to be burned out. He said, well, just, just give us a chance. Give us a chance. I'll be in touch. I
0: said, it again." My Sue, Sue, are you far. there? Sue, are you there? Uh, we lost Sue. Bad connection. Sorry, Sue. Uh, Melanie's up hey, next you? to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Melanie.
5: Hey, Mark. How are you?
0: I'm <laughs> great. How are you doing, buddy?
5: <laughs> Just uh, here at the bakery making an Xbox One cake for some lucky groom for this oh, weekend.
0: Oh, are you going to uh, Instagram a picture of it?
5: Absolutely, yeah.
0: All right. What's, what's your Instagram so we can follow okay.
5: you? It is For Good Cakes.
0: Four good cakes. The number four or spell it out?
5: Four good cakes. Buford,
0: do you play Xbox or ps Do you do PS4 cakes?
5: I can, absolutely. All right, we're going to get a
0: PS4 cake for Buford's Bar Mitzvah. Sounds good. Excellent. All right, you. so have you called 911?
5: Oh, yeah, many times. But the one I'm calling about tonight was probably three years ago when my bakery was at its previous location on Indian Trail. Mm-hmm. And the business across from mine in the parking lot there uh, was called Games, Gifts, and Things. Yeah. And basically it was a front for a gambling and drug-running place. No kidding? Um, no kidding. I yeah, didn't know got, that. Yeah, they got shut down by some government officials finally. But before that happened, I was like pulling an all-nighter. And uh, like 2 o'clock in the morning, I got like really tired and I needed to go to my van and just lay down flack. My back was killing me, of course, mm-hmm. working on cakes. So I go out there with my pillow, my blanket, and my gun, and my cell phone, because, you know, it's not the uh, safest area, and I was aware of that. So mm-hmm. I, like, lay down for 10 minutes, and then I hear the sound of breaking glass. So these two thugs had thrown a brick into the window, the front door window of this James Gifts and Things place.
0: Was this before or so, after they got shut down by the cops?
5: This was before they okay. got okay. shut down. Go ahead. This led to them getting shut down, cause Okay. when the cops arrive later, they see what's going on in there. Um, so these guys broke in, there was like a safe that had all the gambling money in this back room. So I'm on the phone, with on one, I've got the phone in one hand and my gun in the other hand. And I'm like, if these guys come out the front door, they're going to see me because the light from my cell phone, you can see it in the van. So I'm like prepared to like defend my life and shoot them if I had to. And thank God they went out the, the side door and put the safe and went out that way. But that was a terrifying night for me. So I'm, I'm glad I've moved since then. So.
0: Oh, geez. Mel. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Four good cakes on Instagram. She's making a PS4 cake uh for Buford. We're going to get that done. That's right. Preach now. Welks, buddy. <laughs> See you, man. uh Dave's in Kennesaw. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, brother. What's going on?
6: Not much. I got three really quick ones for you. Fire away. First, first one, I had to call 911 because I had stepped out on my patio out in uh, West Georgia that have a smoke. And this. Redneck and a black pickup showed up at the complex and walked over to the storage shed where the maintenance guy keeps all their equipment and pulls out a gun and starts shooting into the shed for no apparent reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and it actually I found out later that the maintenance guy's brother was uh, taking a nap in there oh my and, God. and almost got shot.
0: Wow. All right. The, what else you got?
6: The second one, uh my ex and her dad and I were on the way back from Helen, and we get to the intersection of uh mackland and or uh yeah mackland and Barrett Parkway, and this truck runs a red light, hits another car, and flips up in the air. that's like a busy that. intersection we're... too, yeah yeah, so called nine one one that one and then the last one actually affected me. I got woken up by my alarm system the day after Fourth of July, and I come out and I noticed a flicker of light off of my patio, and it turns out the corner of my deck was on fire at like 5.30 in the morning.
0: Well, what caused it? Do you know?
6: Uh, one of my neighbors said that uh, some folks were shooting off uh, fireworks late at night, and he thinks it might have been like a bottle rocket that landed in the trash can that I had on my uh, patio that gotcha. smoldered for a while. And gotcha. Fire. It,
0: it could have been Bette Midler, because she's so hot, burning up your deck. Throwback Thursday, be for... Absolutely disgusted with me having to play Bette Midler all day. Sorry, buddy. We're going to come back. Marco, Lester, Robert, and Charles. Johnny Kilbasa, next half hour the fast food review as well. 404 8720750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I
2: see. Hey, big spender, Spend
7: a little
5: time with
7: me. Mark Aram on
0: 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is not Fetnitler. It is. Turn this off. Turn it it down. It's a duet. Just let it go a second. No, turn it off. You're disrupting the sanctity of the show. What was that, like Sepultura or something? Turn that off. Marco joins us on the program. <laughs> I, my apologies, Marco, for the death metal uh, no <laughs> intro. How are you, buddy? Uh, good, man. Yeah, yeah uh, Bette Midler is definitely blessed. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, buddy. And uh, she sings good. <laughs> she does. You ever call 911, my friend?
6: Uh, yeah, twice. Um, first one was when I was in fifth grade. Uh, we had just moved to Homestead. And, um, Florida. Yeah, Homestead, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, these two guys came by uh, wanting to use the phone. And uh, next thing I know, I was tied up and robbed. What? Uh, How old were yeah. you? Uh, fifth grade. Uh, they tied up a fifth grader? Yep. Yeah. That's so yeah, messed they, up. Yeah, they tied me up, blindfolded me, and walked, uh, had me walk around the house telling them where, where things were and all this stuff. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, then they threw me in the closet and left.
0: Did, uh, did they ever catch him? No, huh. No. Oh, my God. I don't think I could yeah. recover from that, being tied up as a fifth grader by a home invader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. God bless you, Marco. That's that's <laughs> wacky. All right, buddy. Appreciate the call. Robert's in Atlanta. Robert, welcome to the show.
6: Hey, Mark. Always enjoy it.
0: Thank you, buddy. What's going on?
6: Well, last year, um, my coworker, as we were driving to a, um, a job, had a seizure in my car. Um, and had to pull over. He was foaming at the mouth, shaking. Called 911. Police and ambulance came. And um, while I was waiting for them, checked um, the rest. He was breathing, checking the pulse, making sure he was okay. And police, he was just unresponsive for about 20 minutes. And then... uh, it took about another 10 minutes for them to convince him to get out and get onto the stretcher of the what
0: what ambulance. was the i got we got to run here what was the problem what was he having
6: i'm not sure what caused the
8: seizure
0: oh it's just a regular um, like, just a seizure okay not just a seizure but that was the co- that was the cause those those seizures can be tricky as as anything charles and Buford. charles uh why did you call 911 hey how are you what's up buddy
7: um this was about ten years ago. It was about one thirty in the morning, and I started to feel chest pains. My arm went numb, and my jaw was hurting. And I realized I was having a heart attack. So I'm gonna
0: I'm to gonna hold you right there, Charles. That's what we call a radio tease. All right, Charles thinks he's having a heart attack. What happens next? Back to Bet Miller. Thank you, Buford. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. Johnny Kilbasa. More of your calls. Four zero four eight seven two. 0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. Throwback Thursday with Miss Divine, Bette Midler. This,
5: this is the Mark Aram
0: Show. When you say hello. I'm WSB's Mark Aram here. The WSB 24 Album Breaking News Center is on alert. Immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carol to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Welcome back to the program on this Throwback Thursday, 11-36-24 in front of midnight, seventy-two lovely degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram, you're back and call to midnight every Monday through Friday. Lotie T. Chuck is here. Longoria off. Longoria is off tonight. Uh, Buford messing around on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, 911 calls. Have you ever made them and why? Before we went to the break, Charles and Buford was telling us a tale that sounded like a heart attack. Charles, continue your story, sir.
7: So I felt like I was having a heart attack, so I immediately called 911. And the operator started asking me a bunch of questions. That You know, how do you know this and that? So I immediately said, I'm a doctor. Please send some help. And she said, Yes, sir. And she immediately sent some help.
0: And you lied about so, being a doctor, right? Of You're...
7: course I did. <laughs> but I thought that a best lesson, so it was all right. So at that point, I went and I chewed three adult aspirins. I didn't have any baby aspirin. Understood. And then I turned around and I filled up a coffee cup with vodka and I drank it.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Up. I heard the aspirin, but why? Uh, why the vodka?
7: To open up the arteries.
0: Okay, I never heard that. All right.
7: Yeah, the alcohol will open up your arteries right away. And then I went outside to my porch, and I took my shirt off, and I sat down, and I had a cigarette to calm myself down. (laughs) Oh, my God. So 911 came. And they said somebody's having a heart attack, and I said, yes, I am. The and
0: guy drinking vodka and smoking cigarettes yes. is having a heart attack. They
7: didn't quite believe me, I said, seriously. So they put the monitor on me, and the guy said, oh, my God, he's having a massive heart attack.
0: Oh, how long ago was this?
7: Uh, this was 10 years ago.
0: Oh, wow, all right. So the
7: man said, can you stand up? And I said, sure. It was a firefighter. And I said, by the way, my wife's upstairs. Can somebody go up there and let her know that I'm having a heart attack? Uh huh. And so the fireman went up there. And uh, came down I'll twenty minutes later. <laughs> came yeah. down twenty minutes later. <laughs> he says, "Can you lie down on the gurney?" I said, "Sure." At that point, I laid down, and that's the last I remember. Apparently, my heart stopped, and they jumped me six times. Wow! To start me up again. But uh, they did.
0: But obviously, they got you started up again.
7: Yeah, they they did four times at my house and twice on the way to the hospital.
0: Did you get to finish the cigarette? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Right. But- <laughs> Who, who's had a heart attack? Oh, it's the guy on the curb smoking a cigarette and doing shots of vodka. <laughs> the doctor. The doctor on the curb. That was a great story. Thank you, Charles. Lester's in Morrow. Lester, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah, Mark, uh, from
8: 1964 to 2002, I worked for the same people you do. Okay. And um, uh, I was. I drove a truck, and uh i made I made the dalton trip, and I got off at Walnut Avenue, which is the main drag through correct through Dalton correct and as you continue on, you come to a town called chatsworth and Just before I got into Chatsworth, I was following this lady, and the speed limit was forty five and she was doing about forty and uh anyway, we were approaching this uh this a four-lane highway both ways, uh, you know, north, south, east, west. But anyway, uh, she was approaching it, and she definitely, without a doubt, had a green light. And she didn't slow down at all. She didn't need to. She was going right across the intersection. And I saw this raggedy pickup truck coming in from the right, and I mean, he was flagged. And she got halfway across the intersection. His truck caught her in the right, right rear quarter panel,
0: mm-hmm. and
8: it literally spun her around. Oh
0: my goodness!
8: About three times. How
0: how long ago was this, Lester?
8: This has been, like I said, it was about about two thousand.
0: Okay, and w- I, I got to go. But w- was the woman okay?
8: Well, she had uh, blood running out of her mouth, and the and the windshield had come in on her. Ah. Uh. I'll let them know. But she
0: had her seatbelt on. She didn't get ejected or anything like that. Right. But- All right. Good stuff. I'm sorry, Lester. We got to run. Johnny K is on hold. And now, on The Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm wrapped in
9: bacon, and I'm here for the take, and
0: I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please, and there's always blood coming out of my mouth, <laughs> Mark Whether you want it or not, my friend.
9: <laughs> yeah, between that guy and Alawine, you guys got the best setups for me in the world, <laughs> man.
0: What's going on? What's on the menu tonight, my friend?
9: Rome burns, Mark. Rome burns. McDonald's continues to be arrogant in their ways, and they are going down slow. And I am loving every minute of it. Oh, wait a second. I'm loving it. I guess I'm loving that, not loving what they are
0: patching
9: for food. Too soon. Mark, they got a new CEO, okay? Okay. And uh, if anybody uh, wants to see a video about what not to say if you're the CEO of a company, look up this Steve Easterbrook guy. What did he say? And look up the video that he sent out to all those franchisees all over the world. It is a lesson in how to not communicate with people? It is cliche-ridden CEO speak that would make me cringe if I was a McDonald's owner. Anyway, a small example of what this guy, and and uh, a small example of how uh, how blind they are to the real world around them. They are bringing out what they're calling steakhouse sirloin third-pound burgers. I saw a commercial for that
0: last night. Yeah,
9: right. These may look familiar, Atlanta. They may look familiar. (laughs) Remember when they had the Angus third-pound burgers a couple years ago? Yes. That they took off the menu because people didn't want to pay premium prices at McDonald's when they had four other burgers on the dollar menu? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, this new CEO guy says, Well, a decent burger place has to have a premium burger to be good these days. Actually, he said it in a British accent because he's British. Oh, wow. They're rolling these Angus burgers back out. But you know what? They're not calling them Angus burgers, even though it's got the same bun, it's got the same tired toppings on top of it. But they're giving you less Angus beef than you had before. They can't call it Angus beef because there's not 100% Angus beef. Well, and
0: plus the Angus beef didn't, and when they called it Angus, it didn't move the needle. No one really jumped at them. Um, They did look familiar, and now I understand why, thanks to the insight of Johnny Kielbasa. But... Um, it looked good. I mean, they look good on the commercial. Yeah, it looks good,
9: but, you know, uh, the double quesadilla from Taco Bell looks even better. <laughs> chicken fries look even better. <laughs> a sack full of crystals looks even better to me if I'm going down North Druid Hills with $5 in my pocket.
0: So you, this is this is another misstep, you say, from the Keep fast up, food McDonald's. king.
9: Two weeks ago, they had a plain
0: chicken breast. Artisan. Artisan. (laughs) It was artisan, Johnny. Yeah. Artisan plain chicken breast with
9: artisan pepper on it. Now they're rolling out a worse version of stuff that nobody bought three years ago. Nice job, McDonald's. Uh, Nice job. Keep it up.
0: Sorry, Johnny. I'm so sorry, my friend. Rome is burning. Steakhouse
9: sirloin burgers. Hey, we can't call them Angus because we're making the meat cheaper. Let's call them steakhouse sirloin. They'll never know that we... Had it on the menu three years ago.
0: Let me ask you a question real quick before we let you go. Today is National Biscuit Day. Best breakfast, breakfast biscuit, fast food-wise, in your opinion, is what? Parties. Yeah. Buford's nodding in agreement. Buf, what do you like there at the Hardee's? Hey, Buf. Bacon, egg, and cheese, man. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Now they have this. They have uh, Hardee's. Also does the gravy uh, sausage gravy biscuit, which is uh, will sit in your stomach for three days, but it's delicious. Hardee's
9: makes their biscuits on site. Who else makes their biscuits on site?
0: Bojangles, I think, does. Yeah, Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> All right, Rome is burning. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and it's the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. At Johnny Kilbasa, appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro! Go Cavs, buddy. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. We'll see you in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Herschel's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hersch, what's up, buddy? Hey, big buddy. How you doing?
10: Good. Uh, Bill and the Gold Saturday is a real good friend of mine.
0: Oh, no kidding? Him? Yeah,
10: good friend. He's a good fellow. One of the best drivers there is. Excellent. Uh, be safe out there, Bill. Uh, about 12, 15 years ago, I pulled into a gas station to mm-hmm. get a cup of coffee, and this fella is filling up his car to get at the gas pump. And as I walk toward him, I'm walking into the store, and as I walk toward him, uh, we almost pass one another. He lays the gas pump, just lays it down on the ground, and then gets in his car and drives away. I'm looking at him thinking, ah, oh, this is kind of strange. So I pull a piece of paper out of my pocket and write his tag number down. I go inside the, to the clerk. The clerk's already got 911 on the phone. And mm-hmm. He hands me the phone. I give him the tag number, you know, and uh, do all the usual stuff. Didn't think anything about it. Three days later, I get a call from the Douglas County Sheriff's Department, wanted me to come pick the guy out of a, uh, a photo lineup. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Man, you're going through a lot of trouble for twelve dollars worth of gas." Yeah. He said, "Well, we need you to complete the timeline because he's wanted for for murder in South Carolina."
0: Oh my goodness!
10: Wow. And my my, I still remember his tag number. I still remember both officers' names. I had to go down to the station and pick this guy out of, a, out of a photo lineup. That was the spookiest thing I've ever felt. How long ago is this, Hirsch? Probably 12, 15 years.
0: So, t- tell me about the lineup. So you're in. Is it like we see it on TV? Like you're behind no, it was a glass. A
10: photo lineup. It was oh, photo, photo lineup.
0: lineup. Okay. Yeah,
10: he, sat, he sat down about five or six photos on the table, and uh, I'd already give him a description of him. So all the guys looked similar. Yeah. But uh, I picked him out, and uh, you nailed it. Never heard anything out of it. But that was that was just that was one of the spookiest things. Uh, and, I mean, I passed, I, I passed it an arms reach this guy when
0: I was yeah. in the store. Well, Herschel, uh, you're a big guy. He's not messing with you. So you don't have to yeah, worry about was, that.
10: Well, I never kill nobody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> wow. Well, good job, Herschel. That's 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 an that's a hell of a 911 story right real. there. And you didn't even dial 911. You had someone no. else dial it for you. Yep. All right, buddy. Good to hear from you, my friend. Take care, buddy. Uh, Y'all care for you too, boss. All right, we're coming back. Uh, 404-872-0750. I have Lou Graham tickets to give away. Real quick, your 911 calls. We still have the star of the show to give it away, but I am pretty much am going to give it to uh, our buddy Bob. This old house once Throwback Thursday, Bette this Midler. Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter, at this Mark Aram. Yeah. This is the Mark Arum, as Arum Show. As we
5: live through storm and strife, this old house
2: once rang with laughter. This old house heard many shouts. Now she trembled.
7: Mark Arum on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Alright,
0: we're running out of time, so 15 seconds, your best 911 story. Caitlin's in Swanee. Caitlin, what do you got, buddy?
5: Well, I called 911 twice because of the same girl. Uh Uh-oh. We became friends because she was friends with my best friend from like 10th grade when I met her. I met her when I was 20, and uh, we were best friends, and then a couple years later she and him had a fight, and she ran out of the house. And uh i just left because i was like i don't like you guys are seriously mm-hmm. in a big fight right now so i'm driving home and she tells me to come get her i'm like i can't come get her so later he calls me and he's like i can't believe you left her like i found her on the side of the road and then she takes the phone from him and she's like i can't believe you i've been sharpening a knife for the last two hours to use on you and i hope you get run over and die and she says so to I'm you like, or him damn i'm gonna call oh. the cops so i call the cops on her Later, a couple like a couple of years later, she texts me and she's like, "Hey," and she's gotten help because she actually has like a personality. Caitlin,
0: for her. hang on a second. Buford wants this girl's number. This sounds like someone Buford would date. Uh, Clay's in Clarksville. Clay, real quick, nine one one story.
7: I was staying at the house of a gentleman that was going to be my future fu- uh, uncle,
0: mm-hmm.
7: and uh, I'd been there that evening first time ever. He has a great big pit bull. And uh, we go out to dinner, he goes off to work, he works midnight shift, and I'm going back to his house to spend the night to get on the road the next morning. And uh, I'm standing in front of the house, there at the door, and, and I open the front door and close the screen door real quick to make sure this dog's not going to eat me, because he just looking yeah. at me like, what are you doing here? And uh, so I do that for a minute, throw a shoe in to see if he eats my shoe, he doesn't throw eat my shoe, shoe
0: so I finally... <laughs> real quick, did he, no. did, he, did he attack you?
1: He didn't attack me. Either.
0: Okay, I got to run, man. I'm so sorry, Kenneth and Morrow. Kenneth, you can go real quick. What do you got, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing. I'm gonna go really quick here. Try anyway. Um, okay, so I was in this uh, house that I bought with my wife, and across the street was a rental property. Mm-hmm. A guy moves in, and uh, it was him and his daughter, or so we thought. And um,
6: one day he comes screeching through the, the, you know, neighborhood at like 80 miles an hour, I'm like, "What's this guy doing?" Anyway, he does like a Dukes of Hazzard dovetail into the. Uh, into his garage and shut the garage door. Cops I, I right got to stop him.
0: you there, Kenneth, but I'm going to give you a pair of uh, tickets to see Lou Graham in concert on June 5th at Delta Classic Chastain, produced by ASO Presents. Line one, Chuck. Uh, don't, don't pick it up yet, though, but line one for Kenneth. All right, you know what time it is.
10: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star
9: of the Show?
0: Star of the Show. I give the final vote to Bob Kidd. Traffic guru fighting through uh, intestinal despair, hiccups. I don't know what the hell was going on with Bob, but he soldiered on and soldiered on and soldiered on. So Bob Kid is tonight's Mark Aram Show star. Put him on the board there, Chuck. You you
1: disagree with he's, that? He's a, oh immensely. Uh, <laughs> he's in.
0: I he's I, I I. It's written. It's in stone. All right, and try uh, Kurt Schilling's supposed to make us a board to put these on. What, how's that going, buddy? Working on it. <laughs> Working on it. All right. Uh, Buford, you didn't get star of the show, but you did a fantastic job for, for Longoria. What is the star of the show? The star of the show, whoever wins the most stars of the show at the end of the year gets a $1,000 prize. Oh. Yeah. Why and you I... were in contention, but until you played Metallica instead of Slip Bette Midler. Out. Whatever. Can we hear the song? I want to go to sleep, little go baby. Thank you. you uh, sorry for the calls we didn't get to. Thanks to Justin Farmer, Johnny Kilbasa. We'll continue this conversation on Twitter. Um. At Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, on Facebook, Mark Arum WSB, and Instagram, Mark Arum. If you want to know what Buford looks like, I posted a picture of him on my uh, Facebook page, Mark Arum WSB. Great picture. It is a great picture. Uh, Godspeed to Longoria and his family as they watch over his grandfather. Tomorrow on the show, I'm not going to lie, it's a best of. It's a tape tomorrow, but it'll be funny. Chuck's going to find a funny best of for you. All right, in the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
3: Don't you weep pretty baby Don't you weep pretty baby She's long gone with the red shoes
1: on Guests of the Mark Aram show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent mile